0: thanks everyone thanks scott great word great worship this morning team celebrate them new faces up on the stage as well she just disappeared she just gave me a cheeky smile going out the door though she did great kate yes gotta be brave to get up here i'll tell that tell that to myself every time i get up here you're brave courageous. you can do it. Bless God. How's everyone going? Doing well? How good was last week? Healing School to You. Mum came up with that name all by herself, <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. It's probably one of her better names for, for something. <laughs> she tries. She named me. You did all right, I suppose. No, it was great. Beth, Beth's um, watching online this morning. She's um, taking a whirl and rest. It's hard work standing up here sometimes. No, just kidding. She's gone away. So if you, but she's watching online. I know she is because she's told me she would be. And everyone else is watching online. Welcome as well. Going to um share with you this morning, um. Say this way: It's, it's, it's not. I don't like talking about this bloke too much. Okay. However, there's times when we need to talk about him, and that's the devil. Okay, put that all right. That's the devil, and um, the reason I want to talk about the devil this morning is because he's defeated. he's defeated and you know we need to celebrate our victories and so it's good to talk about sometimes talk about the people or the or the you know the the foe who's been defeated and that's the devil and so the subject of this morning is how to resist the devil which is a good subject you know and again it's not something that we talk about too often but it, I believe it's something that we, we need to hear because who knows that we are overcomers. And so this morning, we're going to teach you and help you to understand that you are an overcomer through Christ Jesus. You know, and there's this, this authority that we've been given in Jesus that, you know, I, I believe has to become a revelation to us. You know, otherwise we can be walking around with, you know, with this, this whole idea of want-tos and wanting things to happen, but there's no power behind it. Amen? So this authority that we carry is important to understand. All right? So we, we're going to be sharing around this subject of how to resist the devil. Before I say that, you know, it's it's important for us to understand, and I know it's not this church, okay, but there are... There are people out there that 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 still believe that um, you know whatever happens to them is is the will of God for their life. Okay, it's the will of God. They think you know the 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 tests that they're going through, the trials that they're going through, the sicknesses that they're experiencing. You know this this is this is the will of God because God wants to show me something. God wants to to teach me something. You know. What, what's happening in those in 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 that moment is that they're just giving the devil opportunity to rob them, because that that you know that is not truth. You know we we know the scripture well. You know it, it's in John, John chapter eight. You know that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And see that that belief that people are believing that you know it, you know. Um, yeah you know, God this is happening because God must want me to to teach to teach me you know that that kind of you know thought or that kind of belief is just a lie yeah. yes. it's a lie yes. you know it's it's a lie from you know the pit of hell which is it's literally just positioning yourself if you believe that to be ripped off by the devil yeah. amen So what we need to do is we need to come into an understanding and a revelation that he is defeated. Amen. And I like to call him, you know, we call him the enemy, but, you, you know, you've heard me say this, this quite a few times, that I, I like calling him the defeated because he's defeated. And an enemy is no longer an enemy once it's defeated. So he's no longer our enemy, he's defeated. Amen. And I'll show you these, I just want to read you out these scriptures just to show you this is so much scripture this morning. We need to hear it. Like Toby just gave me a funny look when I handed him a bit of paper this morning. It's like this long. So there's heaps of scripture, okay? But who, last week, who you know, who, who I even asked this question, like who's who's just fell in love with the Word of God more this week? You know, it was a real theme of last week. You know, just just loving the Word of God and getting into the Word of God. You know, and so lots of scripture this morning. That's what we need, amen. So he's defeated. Someone say he's defeated. So I'm going to rip through these scriptures real quick. We haven't got heaps of time. and There's lots of of notes to get through. It says, this is in 1 John 3, 8. Listen to this. You want proof that he's defeated. It says, he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy, someone say destroy, destroy, the works of the devil. So the works of the devil have been destroyed. I love this scripture, Hebrews 2:14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he, that's Jesus, might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. So he's been destroyed. He is defeated. And Jesus says this in Revelation 1, verse 18: I am he who lives and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore amen and I have the keys of Hades and of death and then it's confirmed again in Colossians 2:14 and 15 it says having wiped out the handwritings of the requirements that was against us which was contrary to us and he has taken it out of the way having nailed it to the cross Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Amen? So he is defeated. Someone say he's he's defeated. Now, I love this because, you know, Jesus says that Jesus has disarmed principalities and powers. That means he has totally spoiled the defeated's plan. He's completely completely destroyed it. Through the cross, through the works of Jesus, he made a public spectacle of them, the Scripture says. A public spectacle of them. Amen? Triumphing over them. You know, and we know all about, we've, we've talked about that, what a triumph of procession is and, and all that kind of stuff. Is. But, you know, he, he's triumphed over them. He made a public spectacle of them. The devil has no power amen the devil has no power jesus said this in in john 1930 he said it is finished what more do we need what more do we need what more proof do we need it is finished the enemy is the you know the the devil is a defeated foe He, he he jesus said himself it is finished The devil and his his demons, they have no power over us anymore except if we give it to them. Except if we give it to them. Amen? Except if we give it to them. So the enemy loves things like, you know, deception. Like he likes people thinking, oh, this is the will of God for your life. That sickness you got. That's the will of God. You know that, that 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 you know that struggle you're going through. That's the will of God. It's trying to teach you something. He loves it when, you know, when we're we're thinking those things because he uses deception. You know, he uses lies. He uses he, he even distorts scripture. You know, he, he brings accusation against us. You know, to, to 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 get us to give him power over us. Listen to this in in two Corinthians two eleven. It says lest Satan should take advantage of us. Lest Satan, Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. All right, we are not ignorant of his devices. You see, the problem is, is that that, that many people turn to the person next to you and say, "This is not you." The problem is, is that that many people they're ignorant. Of the de- the defeated's devices, even if they believe the devil exists. All right? Well, that's a big thought. It says that many people are ignorant of the devil's devices, even if they believe in the devil. And a lot of people don't even believe there's a devil. A lot of people just think the devil's like this thought or this idea but he's not he's actually he's actually an entity he's actually a, a a you know a thing that's there okay so we can't be ignorant of his devices this is what paul's saying you know don't don't be ignorant of what the devil does his plans his strategies in, in the devices in the word, in, in greek sorry devices in the in greek i mean this it literally means um we are not ignorant of how he thinks okay we are not ignorant of how he thinks his perceptions his schemes his strategies or his ways we are we can ultimately say his lies so when it says we're not ignorant of his devices this is what this means don't be ignorant of his lies don't don't you know not be aware of what he does Let's have a look at John chapter 8, verse 44. John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it he is a liar and the father of it so, you know even the devil even at the very beginning in genesis he tried to cast doubt on god's character okay if you look at genesis chapter 3 verse 1 it says now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said to the woman has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? He's trying to cast doubt on God's character. And the thing is, is that he does that with us today. You know, he, he gives us thoughts like, oh, you know, did God really say that? You know, did is, is, is God, you know, is healing really for today? And does God still heal? You know, he, he, he tries to cast doubt on the character of God. See so this is one of his, this is one of his strategies. This is one of the strategies that he uses on us today. But you see when you don't know the truth, okay? When you don't know the truth, then the truth can't set you free. When you don't know the truth, the truth can't set you free. But when you're wise to his devices and not ignorant of them, then guess what? A better outcome is possible. The outcome's amazing. John ten ten. We know it well. But the thief, what does he come to do? Steal, kill, and destroy but i have come see here's the better outcome if we're not ignorant of his devices to kill still and destroy and the way that he does it then the better outcome is possible life life abundant life to the full who wants that outcome then we can't be ignorant of his devices amen so the reason that Jesus came was to give us more life, not less life. An abundant life, not a less abundant life. That's why he came. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. In this scripture, the devil is called our adversary. I had to say that slowly because I knock that word up every now and then. Adversary. It says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. That's interesting. That's interesting. Like a roaring lion. So he isn't a lion. What do we think of when we think of a lion? You know, powerful, strong, all those things. He, he, he mimics it. Like a roaring lion. Grab those little words. like a, So there's he's no... He's, He fakes it, all right? He fakes it. Problem is he'll never make it because he's defeated. So be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Again, it's, it's, it's pointing to that, you know, need to be vigilant, need to be, you know, not ignorant of his devices. He's seeking whom he can devour those ones that are ignorant okay so like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour verse 9 resist him someone say resist him steadfast in the faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world okay like i said before like the devil you know is a real entity a lot of people think it's just like this thought this belief you know this idea okay but verse 9 says this it says, resist him. It says, resist him. So what? What we've got? We've got this real entity, the devil, that that you know walks around, roaming like a lion, seeking whom he can devour, looking for those who are ignorant of his devices. <coughs> and what he's doing is is looking to destroy our lives. Okay, that's his purpose. John ten ten. See, so th- thief rob steal kill destroy that's his purpose so he's, he's looking to destroy our lives okay but then verse 9 says this it says resist him that's awesome news it says resist him obviously that means we can amen we can we can resist him because it's in the bible it's truth. Some say it's truth. It's God tells us to resist him. So we obviously can otherwise he wouldn't tell us to do it. That's really good news. And we've been given that ability because of Jesus Christ. Through what Jesus did for, him, for us. Remember he said this, it is finished. There's no more you need to do. I've done it all. So it's through Him that we can resist Him. It's through what He's done for us. He defeated death. Amen? Good news. You probably won't hear better news all day. It's good news. So we have the ability to resist the enemy. And like I said at the start, what I'm going to be talking about is how to to resist the devil. Okay, so we look at some practical things to do. And the first one is in this scripture. Okay, the first way that we resist the devil is here. It says this, um, back to that scripture, resist him steadfast in the faith. Steadfast in the faith. So the first way that we resist the devil is by being steadfast in the faith. And what that means is knowing what we believe. Turn to the person next to you and say, What do you believe? What do you believe? Listen to this. You can't resist what you embrace, you cannot resist what you embrace. Scripture says to be steadfast in the faith. Know what you believe. We need to, you know, we need to understand this. If if you know, if we if we think sickness is some kind of remember, gift from God to teach us something, then how are we going to resist those symptoms and receive healing? So we can't. We can't resist what we embrace. If you embrace a lie, you can't resist a lie. Amen? You can't, you know, embrace a lie like that and, 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 and call it truth. Then try and resist it because you're embracing it. So you can't resist what you embrace. So what do you believe? Ask the person next to you. What do you believe? This is important. This, this scripture says, be steadfast in your faith. What do you believe? We need to settle in our heart, you know, what we believe. And it's in, you know what's important? We need to do this before the storm comes. You know, we need to. Take time to marinate, you know, and and sit in and meditate on the Word of God. So it becomes this, you know what, I know that I know that I know. It gets there, gets to that point. Know what you believe. You know, when God says resist the devil, resist the enemy, it's because we have the ability to. We have the ability to, in God, through Christ Jesus. You know, and I just said, you know, we need to do this before the storm comes. But here's the, 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 the beauty and the grace of God. You know, you might be sitting there saying, well, I'm already in the storm, so it's too late for me. No, it's not. It's not. It's not too late. It's never too late. You just got to stop wasting your time. Sorry, being brutal. You can't can't talk about the devil and not be brutal though. It's not too late. Just you stop wasting your time and start getting into the word of God. Start marinating it. Start start believing it. Start, you know, getting getting to that place that you know that you know that you know. Just get it in your heart. Meditate on it. Because you know what? You will win if you don't quit. That's the grace. That's the love that God has for us. So even if you're in a storm, don't quit. Just get into the Word of God. Use the same strategy. Amen? Second one is this. You ready? Born ready. Very good. The second way that we resist the enemy or resist the defeated is by submitting to God. Someone say submitting to God. Not by submitting to the storm, not by submitting to the defeated, but by submitting to God. James 4.7 says this, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will what? Flee. He will flee. Isn't that good? So submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, verse 7. So resist the devil and he will flee. But we resist him by submitting ourselves to God. So, you know, basically, basically all that means is to allow God to take control of the situation. Remember I shared a few weeks ago about prayer and, and supplication? Like we get the prayer thing right. However, the supplication thing, we, 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 we kind of, you know, Struggle with a little bit was what supplication means is to hand off entirely, to give God entirely that burden that you have, to relinquish control, submit to God. Amen. Submit to God. All right, see, think about this. Has anyone ever had, um, and you, if you're a parent, you would experience this probably most days, where you're talking to your child. Okay, and they're literally looking at you with like a glazed look in their eyes. Anyone ever had that before? Like you just know like, you could literally do this in front of them and they would just not know you're there. Like there's just nothing going on. It's like in one ear, out the other. Or you're talking to them and they just walk away. Anyone ever had that happen before? Once or twice? You know what? We can do the same thing with the devil. We don't have to listen. We don't have to listen. We can literally, you know what, get up, turn around, walk away. Sounds simple. It is, though. You don't have to listen to his junk. You don't have to listen to his lies. You know, you don't have to stand there and and, and listen. You don't have to take that stuff on board. Here's the deal. Submit to God. Submit to God. Resist the devil. Don't listen. And it says, he will flee. So we're not the ones that flee. He flees. Amen? What's he saying? Someone say, what is he saying? Find out in the word of God. What is he saying? What's the truth? You know, we need to get that into our hearts and into our minds and into our souls and meditate on that. Now, the Bible says to meditate on his word daily, every single day. Why? Because we need it. It's it's how we resist the devil, to know what we believe. Amen? James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. So, what does that mean? Again, that's that. You know what? Give Him control. You know, submit to God. Don't exalt yourself. Don't take. You know what? In your own strength, try and sort things out. Humble yourself. You know, it's that. God, I need you. God, I need you help in this. God, I need. You know, I need healing. Amen. Humble yourself. Don't exalt yourself. The Bible says it says that, that um, you know the joy of the Lord is your strength in Nehemiah. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So that strength that we have, it's not it's not a natural strength. It's a strength from Him. It's His strength. The joy of the Lord is what your strength. Amen. And what is the joy of the Lord? It's the relationship that we have with him. It's the relationship that we have with him. It's that leaning on, that that, that submitting, that, God, I need you. Amen? It says this, look in, in, in Hebrews 12, verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for, who for the joy that was set before him. The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So we are his joy. We were the joy that was set before him. So the strength that we need to get through these moments comes from our relationship with him, submitting our lives to him, Spending time with Him, spending time getting to know Him, spending time in the Word of God, learning the truth, knowing what we believe. Amen? Come on. John 15, 11 says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. So the joy of the Lord is powerful. The joy of the Lord is powerful. You know, if, if, if we only knew how powerful this relationship that we have with Jesus is. You know, taking on his life now. Someone say, I want to take it on right now. Submitting our lives to him. You know, because when we do that, he flees. How do you resist the devil? Submit your life to him. Draw on that strength that comes from him and the relationship that you have with him and he will flee. Come on. Remember Jesus said, it is finished. We just need to start living in the finished work of Jesus. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 6. We're still on this second point. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles or schemes of the devil. so stand against is the same as resisting. Amen. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but by principalities of powers against, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So standing against is the same as resisting him. <coughs> standing against the, the devil, not leaning on our own flesh. But that Humble yourself. Don't exalt yourself. Rely on him. Give him control. So we, we, we need to walk <coughs> in or live in the whole armour of God. So what is the whole armour of God? Okay. Romans thirteen fourteen says it this way. It says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That's the armor of God. I mean, obviously we've got we got like the, you know, the all the things, the helmet and the, the breastplate and all those things, but that's Jesus. You've just got to put on Jesus. Amen? Just live with him. Amen? So put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. To fulfill its lusts, so the the armor of God is literally Him. It's Jesus. It's His protection. It's His provision. It, it's His grace. That's where we live. So it's living in Him. Someone say it's living in Him. Praise Jesus go to verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 6 it says stand therefore having girded your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is of the, of the word of God which is the word of God praying always someone say praying always. With all prayer and supplication, there's that word again, in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. All right, so this is interesting. Prayer is not a part of the armor. Okay? Prayer is not a part of the armor, but it's how we resist the devil. Amen? It's how we fight the battle. All right? So all prayer and supplication okay, all prayer and supplication, remember, supplication, hand and off, relinquishing control, living in those meh, whatever's, okay, whatever, all right, remember that, okay, so Ephesians 6.18 says, praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, being what, watchful, okay, this is important, being watchful, to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. In Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay? So watch and pray. Be watchful. All right? Now think about Jesus in in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, when Jesus said uh, to his disciples, Watch and pray. Okay? Watch and pray. He asked, you know, watch and pray with me okay, lest you, you and and don't fall asleep, all right, Jesus said this, you think about that time when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and and the pressure and that he was under, you know, like it was intense, this is like right before he's going to the cross, like he was, he he, he was in, you know, under a lot of pressure, okay, so we need to be watchful, we need to be, you know, watching out again looking for those devices identifying those things that that the devil you know uses to try and rob steal kill and destroy okay be watchful all right so in in times of pressure what what can actually happen or what often happen is that we get tempted you know i guess by our flesh to again try and take control all right it generally comes in those times when, you know, the, the, the pressure is on, okay? When that, that storm starts to brew, right? And we get to this situation or get this attitude, or, well, I can fix this, okay? We're not the ones that can fix it. He's the one that can fix it, amen? All right, just trying to get through this. says this, the devil will often will, will oppose the will of God in our lives by trying to get us to react to circumstances, amen, instead of responding to the Word of God. So he'll, he'll bring those temptations, he'll bring that pressure to try and get us to react to that rather than to respond to the Word of God. Let's move to the third thing. The third way that we resist the enemy is by our communication, The third way that we resist the enemy is by our communication. Always go to what the Word of God says. Always go to what the Word of God says. It says, you know, the scriptures say that for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when we get it in our heart, your mouth speaks. So we need to get the truth in our heart. So when we speak, we move that we move that mountain. <laughs> Amen. Come on. So the third way is in our communication. So what are we praying and what are we saying? Amen. What are we praying and what are we saying? Revelations twelve eleven says, and they overcome, or they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, and by the word of your testimony. So we're overcome through what Jesus did, that victory that he has, he said it is finished, and through the word of our testimony. What are we saying? What are we speaking? What are we praying? What's coming out of our mouths? How are we communicating? I mean, this is why it's important that we, we know his word. You know, and when the devil comes at you and says, you know, what did he really say that? Or, you know, when he says, you know, or, you know, is, is, you know does he really heal still? Know the word of God. Know what it says. Amen. Read Jesus in the, dev- in the in the desert. For it is written. When Jesus was in te- was when he was getting tempted, when he was, you know, had the pressure on. It is written. It is written. He just used the word. Amen? Declare the word. Praise the Lord. <sighs> You know, we we need to get really good at minimising the lie, and really good at magnifying the truth. We've got to get better at it, minimising the lie and magnifying the truth. So, what are we praying and what are we saying? You know, and you know what? And one way that you can, you can take this home. This is probably this is a really good point. One of the best ways that we can minimise the lie. Is by not doing like the whole Doctor Google thing. Go on. Not doing the whole Doctor Do- Doctor Google thing to to diagnose symptoms. Okay, now try and find out what's going on. Okay, and now I'm not saying that knowledge and, and facts aren't important. Okay, but they are. They they are important. but we're not the experts, okay? We're not the experts. So minimize the lie and magnify the truth. No more doctor Googling, you know? Go to the word, not to the web. You want to magnify the truth and minimize the lie? Go to the word and not the web. Amen. So, let's watch and pray. You know, again, when the when the devil comes at you, you know, we 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 need to get. Remember a couple of weeks ago, the whatevers, okay? Whatever is good, whatever is pure. You know, Philippians four, all that stuff. You know, whatever. Say so you don't listen, whatever. You know, do that. All the time to my children, whatever. No, just kidding. Whatever. Amen. So, let's watch and pray. Someone say, "Let's watch and pray." Stay alert to what God is saying about the situation, and then speak and declare that truth. And you know what? Here is another hint. You know, you you can just you might not know what to say. Okay, when you are praying, you know, pray, pray in the spirit, pray in your understanding. But also listen. Okay? Because quite often we don't know what to say. And if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Okay? Don't say anything. Just wait until this is why it's important to pray in the Spirit, pray with the understanding. But also listen. Because when when God and Holy Spirit drop something in your heart, that's when you speak. See, so he, he this this is that relationship. He wants to speak to us that way. Amen. So, wait for what he drops in your heart and then start to speak that out. Then start to declare that out. Amen? That's what you say. Because that's when your mountain will move. Amen? That's when your mountain will move. Praise the Lord. So, what were those three things? So, stay steadfast. What do you believe? Okay? Stay steadfast in your faith. What do you believe? What's the second one? Submit to God. And what's the third one? Communicate. How we communicate. What are we saying? What are we speaking? Okay? Those three things. Super practical. Super easy. we just got to get to that point of, I know that I know that I know. Amen? Amen? We'll finish up there. Bless the Lord. Thanks, everyone.